and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Arita and here I will be talking about my own very unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. Today, I want to discuss how sometimes you might not be where you think you should be in life and how that's really okay. You are where you are supposed to be. My hope is for you to listen today and to feel inspired to get out there, spread your wings and fly. I know that there have been many times in my life that I've been like, I'm not where I should be. I should have accomplished this. I should have done that. Or I should be married. Or I should have kids. Or I should have accomplished this one thing or other in my career. Or maybe I should have done something else and be over here instead. There have been plenty of times in my life where I just don't feel like I have accomplished enough, like I am enough. And I also do what a lot of people do and what we shouldn't do, which is compare. I compare myself sometimes to other females my age. And I'm 37. I'm going to be 38 in a few months. And the fact is that a lot of females my age are married and have kids. Um, Some of them aren't married and don't have kids, but they are in a specific career that they've been in for quite a while. They've reached a certain level of success. And I'm kind of. None of those things. I'm not really in that position. So there have been plenty of times that I feel like maybe I've done the wrong things or I really at many times in my life have just felt like I am not as accomplished as I should be. And just like many of you out there listening, a lot of times I've gotten down about this and I've had my moments where I throw myself a pity party. I've had my moments of panic and anxiety and I've had my moments of being down. But we have to remember that we all have our own individual timelines and they're not going to look like everybody else's. And yes, there are the quote unquote typical or normal ways or some people might think of it as the right way of doing things. But really, there is no right or wrong way. There is the typical way and then there is a different way. And I like to remind myself that I might not have taken a a typical route. I might not have a typical or normal situation with my life and my career, but that's okay because I have my own timeline and there are a lot of things that I have yet to accomplish and yet to do in my life. And there are moments that I do panic a little and say, oh my gosh, I should have done this one thing already. But I do have to remind myself that my timeline is not going to be like some of my girlfriend's timelines or some of my cousin's or what other people might expect of me, including, you know, friends or family members. And it's not because they expect anything of me and it's definitely not a negative thing. So just remember that if people are pressuring you, it's more than likely coming from a place of them caring about you and loving you and them thinking that these certain things are are going to make you happy. But in all reality, it's up to you to be happy and to choose the path and the things that you want to do in your own life. And yes, things don't always go as planned. That's okay. But success can be around the corner. Whatever you want to accomplish can be around the corner. And for me, the thing that really helps me in these moments of panic and feeling unaccomplished is looking to other people's stories for inspiration. So today what I want to do actually is share a few stories with you of people that you probably know that actually came into their success a little bit later in life. These stories in particular are very inspiring to me because it makes me feel like, okay, yeah, I might be in my late 30s, but that doesn't mean that I still can't accomplish things, follow my dreams, opportunities might come up 
just because I'm over a certain age doesn't mean I can't still go out and do things because I think there does come a certain point in time and I'm I know I'm not old but I really think that there does come a time where you start thinking like oh my gosh I'm not young anymore and you you start to get a little bit panicked and you start to think okay well maybe when I was in college I should have done this instead or maybe in my 20s or in my teens whatever I should have done this instead and I've had those moments as well in my life but again when I hear these stories they do give me hope and they make me feel like okay like it's not too late for me I can still accomplish things that I want to accomplish. I can still start something new. I can still start new things, start new businesses, pursue new things regardless of my age. So I really hope that these stories give you some hope as well, regardless of where you are in your life, what you're doing, regardless of you know what career you're currently in or what relationship you're currently in. Just remember that you can still do whatever you want to do in your life. So the first person who got a late start in his career is someone that I'm sure all of you know, Samuel L. Jackson. Who doesn't know who he is? He has been in a vast amount of movies. The list can go on and on and on and on. But the interesting thing about him is he didn't actually get his break until he was in Spike Lee's Jungle Fever in 1991. And he was 43 years old, which in the grand scheme of things, 43 isn't old. But in Hollywood, to get your start at that age, that's pretty old in Hollywood. He then went on to star in movies like Pulp Fiction, Spider-Man, Star Wars, Shaft, Unbreakable, and the list can go on forever. He's been in over 100 films, and that doesn't include his voice work or appearances or roles on TV, etc., things like that. So yeah, I mean, I didn't know that he got his his start that late in life, but if somebody can get their start that late in Hollywood, then, you know, what's to say that you can't get your start in whatever other career or field that you want to be in, right? The next person that I want to uh, mention, and again, I know all of you, most of you know who Stan Lee is. He is the godfather of Marvel Comics. He is a legend, really, and he just passed away a couple of years ago, but he didn't create his first comic until he was 39 years old, and I think that is pretty damn cool. He also, in an industry that usually favors the young, and the fact of the matter is most people, when they think of comics, they think of younger kids, right, or or somebody a lot younger than 39. But yeah, he didn't create his first comic until that age, which is pretty awesome. And at 40, he created the first Fantastic Four comic, which then led to his co-creating Spider-Man, Black Panther, X-Men, and countless, countless, countless other superheroes and comics. I mean, Stan Lee created an empire that continues to grow and that will continue to grow even past his death. There are Marvel movies that are being made right now. So he got his start late, a little later in life as well. And that gives me hope because he's older than me. So when I'm looking at someone and seeing that they got a start and became so successful at 39, that's really reassuring that like, okay, like if I want to try something new, I can do it and I can make it. And I hope that that gives you a little bit of hope as well. The next person that I want to mention that got her start later in life as well is Julia Child. And I have really fond memories of Julia Child. I remember seeing her on TV growing up and she was just so unique. Her voice was very unique and different. And I wanted to be 
in that kitchen with her. When I would see her on television, there was just something about her that was motherly and I don't know, there was just something about her that was really cool and I really wanted to jump through the television and get in the kitchen with her and cook with her. And the interesting thing about Julia Child is that she was actually in advertising for most of her life and she didn't actually release her first cookbook until the age of 50. And that catapulted her into stardom. And she was one of the first celebrity chefs. I mean, can you really think of a chef before Julia Child that was on television? I I really honestly can't think of a chef that was famous, that her face was famous uh, prior to her. So that's that's really cool. I mean, she was not only on television and, of course, created a bunch of cookbooks, but they even made a movie about her. That was really good as well. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I do recommend it. It's a really cool movie. But yeah, she didn't get her start until she was 50 and did a whole career change at that age. So that is pretty awesome. And for me, that's also reassuring because as you know, I have had multiple career changes and I wouldn't doubt it in my life if I have a few more. So it really, really reassures me that that's something that I can do and that I can be incredibly successful. It doesn't have to happen in my 30s. I mean, of course, I'd love this sooner the better, but it's good to know that I don't have to, you know, stress about it being tomorrow. Another person that did not reach their success until later in life is uh, Rodney Dangerfield. And he did pass away a few years ago, but people that are my age or a little bit older do know who he is. People younger than me, I'm not sure if you know who he is unless you're very into comedy. But he was in Caddyshack and Easy Money. I particularly remember him most from Caddyshack. But he was in countless other movies and he was a household name for a while. But he didn't actually catch his break until he appeared on the late night show, The Ed Sullivan Show, at 46. So he wasn't at all famous. He didn't reach any sort of stardom until his late 40s, which is pretty cool. I will share more motivating stories with you about people who did not reach their success until a little later in life when we come back from break. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike, and you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Another individual who did not reach success until a little bit later in life is a person that created something that I am sure all of you are familiar with. You might not know this name, but I know probably close to 100% of you guys know what ramen noodles are. And I'm not talking about just ramen noodles. I'm talking about the instant ramen noodles that come in a block or come in a cup and are really cheap at the grocery store. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're from, more than likely you have eaten instant ramen noodles. Now this person who invented the famous instant ramen noodles, their name is, I hope I don't say this wrong, Momofuku Ando. And he helped a lot of people get through college. But um, Ando's success didn't come until he invented the ramen noodles in 1958 at the age of 50. And look at the sensation now. I mean, 
ramen noodles, instant ramen noodles. Everybody eats them on occasion and knows exactly what they are. And if you don't know what they are, then I don't know what planet you've been living on. The next person that did not reach any level of success until later in life is Ray Kroc. Now, most people up until recently and up until the movie that just came out recently might not know that name, but we all know the Golden Arches McDonald's. Ray Kroc is the McDonald's founder, and he actually did not purchase and franchise McDonald's until he was 52. Prior to that, especially if you watched the movie, he wasn't necessarily a successful person, and he did not reach his success until 52. And he went on to make McDonald's one of the world's largest fast food franchises. So it's never too late to start something new and to make something big. You can go to pretty much any country in the world and find a McDonald's. I mean, I'm not saying it's good for you or that you should eat it. But my point is, is that you can start something later in life and have it be big, just like Ray Kroc did. Another person that did not find their success until later in life is Colonel Sanders. Now, all of you guys, I'm sure, know what the logo looks like and that man, the older man with the black bow tie, that's him. That's the legendary Colonel Sanders. He was the face of his own company. His name was actually Harlan Sanders, and this founder of KFC uh, did not franchise his company until he was 62 years old. It was in 1952, and he was 62 years old. He later went on to sell his company for millions and millions of dollars, but he actually did not start his company until 62. That's at the age that most people are thinking of retiring. They're thinking of just calling it quits. They're thinking of just being done with work. But nope, not Colonel Sanders. He founded his company at that age. So it wasn't too late for him and it's never too late for you or for me. The last person that I want to bring up to you that did not get her start until a little bit later in life is J.K. Rawlings. Now, I'm sure all of you know who this is, uh, the creator of Harry Potter, and she is, J.K. Rawlings, is on the 2011 Forbes list, and her net worth is over $1 billion. I mean, what she has done is huge. Of course, she wrote the books, and then it became a movie, and now there's even a Harry Potter land in a theme park. I mean, that's huge. Even if you don't like Harry Potter, you know Harry Potter and you know J.K. Rawlings. She actually did not get her first book published until she was 36 years old. And now, like I said, I mean, she has sold millions of copies. Her book is in 73 languages. Um, she had over 20 billion that has accrued through the movie adaptations and sponsorships. But her start, again, was a little bit later in life. And it actually wasn't an easy start for her. She had kind of a tough beginning as far as her trying to get published. And also personally, she, she was going through some really rough times before all of this happened for her. She was a jobless single mother on unemployment. Um, she had actually lived in another country, I believe, with her husband. It didn't work out. They got divorced. She uh, went back to England. Don't quote me on this. This is what I remember of her story. She was just not doing well. She was down and out. I know that she was, like I said, homeless. Prior to this, she had been an English teacher and she was just having a really hard time. But yeah, she didn't get picked up until 36 after years of trying to get published. And now her books and everything that she has created has just boomed and she is in an amazing position now. And she got her start a little bit later as well. What I really want to tell you is to hang in there. 
We all have our own journeys. They're all very different. Just like all of the people that I mentioned to you today, all of their journeys were incredibly different. They're in different industries, different fields, and your journey is not going to look like your neighbors or your parents or your siblings or mine. We all have our own path and whatever that path is, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not a matter of right or wrong. It's just your own. And I really encourage you to embrace whatever journey you are on and to accept where you are and be grateful for what you have and know that you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve regardless of where you are in life. And what sets all of these people apart and set them on their path to success is that they followed their passions They kept on going, they kept on trying, they didn't give up, and they didn't let anything stop them regardless of previous failures or of age. We all can do it, we all can reach our dreams, we all can reach our optimum and maximum potential, we just have to get out there and do it, keep trying, and never give up regardless of how hard it may seem at the time. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind. I hope you took something positive away from listening to me today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you. You can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Also remember to subscribe, like love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Today's final quote comes to you from Earl Nightingale. Don't let the fear of the time it will take to accomplish something stand in the way of your doing it. The time will pass anyway. We might just as well put that passing time to the best possible use. I really hope that you take this quote to heart and that you live your best life. I hope you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until then, stay blessed and be positive.